Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humour. Enjoy this week's episode. Johnny, we yes. are live. Where are we live to? No, we're just live. That's it. Okay. We are live. We're live. We're live in episode number 81. So last week, people, the listeners, would have heard episode number 80, clearly, because obviously for 81. Um, and obviously we had uh, James fell on. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that episode regarding his book and essentially just talking about motivation. Uh, and then we touched a little bit on some... Um, some of the bits James covered in his book around CBT, motivational interviewing, if I can say it, um, that type of stuff. And hopefully it's useful. Um, and obviously, if you want to find more, go buy his book. Um, yeah. So this week, what we now so this will go out on the twenty third of December. If we don't decide to release it, I did think in my head should we release it a little earlier, give yeah. people a bit more time to digest this stuff, and not on the usual Monday. Um, actually that'd be the 24th then wouldn't it actually so it'd be Christmas Eve so it might be too late so maybe we'll do it a little early this time to give people a bit of a break over Christmas from us yeah let's do might, it might be worth doing I'll upload it during the week so alright this might go out earlier than the 24th then um, but what people will have seen is a shit ton of content I'm sure from all of their fit fitness if I say it fitness professionals is that even the right term? I do you even like that term, Johnny. Actually, fitness professionals. Fitness professionals depends on the depends if they are actually a professional or not. Because the ninety five percent of the industry is not professional. No, that's true. <laughs> I suppose like it's just a catch all term for anyone that works in the fitness industry, isn't it? But um, yeah, so I guess a lot of content people would have seen from this uh, from this group of individuals in the industry um, is around the the tips to survive Christmas. Now, it always seems to be the word survive. So we just thought. We're not going to do it again. We did do it last year, kind of how to help people through Christmas. I don't think we used the word survive. In fact, I can't remember what the episode was. But obviously, we've given our clients some support and direction in terms of how they can manage their Christmas, not survive. Um, you know, this is we did last year, and obviously, we, we have done again this year. And what we didn't want to do is just do another episode around Christmas time saying how do people can kind of make the most of their Christmas without kind of going through and doing a lot of damage to their progress. Fair? So That's fair. Fair. So instead, what we thought we'd do is we'd discuss um, the, the types of fitness content that you'll see out there is seem to be two polar opposites. We want to discuss kind of like the the one aspect of the content that or direction that people advice even maybe that people are getting given in terms of all of the hacks and things they can do to help them survive Christmas. Um, or... Dis maybe discuss some of the other ends where people are mocking those individuals by telling them it's not a war, you don't need to survive Christmas, and people have free permission to go out and eat what the fuck they like. So there are kind of two polar opposite extremes, maybe, that um, the types of advice that you get given. Certainly in our circles, when you watch the, the type of content people are putting out on the social media and stuff, you tend to fit in those two camps. Most people are. Most people are saying it's ridiculous, you don't have to survive Christmas, or they're saying... Um, you know, you should only eat protein and vegetables on Christmas Day. All right, mate, that'd be a big extreme, but, you know, you get the point. Water and dust is even better. Water and dust. Well, it's not better for the gains, my friend. No, some, of us, some of us want gains, so um, I don't think dust is particularly well evidenced to provide anabolic stimulus. Probably not. No, I don't think so. 
So, um, where, let, 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 I'm going to ask you personally, Johnny, where do you fit on this scale, this continuum, this spectrum of what you think people should do with Christmas? Or am I jumping ahead of myself? Should I ask you for your comments on the, the, the individual content people putting out? Albeit they are kind of the same. Actually, now let's go with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with what you gonna what you think people should do for Christmas. Let's go with that. Well, firstly, it depends on your goal. It's like, are you a professional athlete looking to win a competition? Then, if you are, the answer should be damn well clear to you. If it isn't, you probably ain't gonna be a winner. That's for one. It's like, what's it right? If you're a like footballers, footballers train on Christmas Day. Because they're professional athletes who are paid one or two hundred grand a week. And if you're told to eat protein and veg on Christmas Day, you damn well do it because you're on two hundred grand a week and that's your job. Right? That's the one end. But it's like the normal people, the normal clients in, who may want to, just want to lose some weight, who may have had some issues with food in the past. It's like, what, what are your goals? Right. What are your goals in the long term? Right. This, these are my goals. What do you want as a client to happen for Christmas? Uh, can you accept weight gain? Yes. But I don't want to gain all the weight they've gained back. Right. So then they're telling you what advice you should give them. If they say, look, I don't care. It's Christmas. I'll do what I like. Then you go, right. Fair enough. Do what you like. But be prepared to gain a shitload of weight and be depressed and upset with yourself because you did it. And you've gained shitloads of weight. So for me, it's obviously clearly dependent on the level of client you have. Some people are generally clueless about food, especially new, possibly new clients who've never dieted before, who've never really been interested in nutrition. And giving them little tips over Christmas might stop them gaining a stone over Christmas, which means they can still enjoy themselves but not feel like shit January the 1st. They think, oh my god, I've gained stolen fat. It's like depend. It's, it, it just depends on who your clients are. It's like again, if you're a professional athlete, do what you're told on Christmas Day. If you're told to eat whatever, if I can do it, because if you're going to be a champion, that's what it's going to have to take. You sacrifice things like that to be a winner. So there's that end of the spectrum. And then it's your normal person. Some people will just go, well. It's, I seen I seen on a similar group, and I I commented saying, "Oh, so fucking ridiculous! Christmas is not three weeks long." So they were saying, "No, I'm off the wagon. Um, I can't can't see myself getting back on." I said, "Stop making excuses. The face for a shit, and use your head." So it's so it depends depends really like it always depends, Johnny. Isn't it? It's like, but but I mean in general, I um, Jeanette, my uh, long serving client now she's looking to gain muscle so again the, the goal is different isn't it but I said as, as a mess about calories don't count on Christmas day but it's a bit of a laugh but I know it. I know what she's like I know she understands protein and veg and food volume she trains hard she's got high step count I know if I said to her you do one on Christmas day do what you want she probably wouldn't she probably would eat more than normal but she wouldn't force feed herself just for the sake of it so, so for that client I say yeah crack on because she she knows full well Christmas is not three weeks long Christmas is two days maybe Christmas Day Boxing Day 
and obviously we've got New Year's, which is not really Christmas, but... Yeah. Well, I believe Advent's actually 25 days long, mate. Whatever. But, you know, I'm not talking about Advent calendars here, necessarily, either. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I, there's a few things I just want to pick out, which I absolutely think brilliant in that. Obviously, goal-dependent. It's going to be different, depending upon what people's goals are. Um, I mean, I've, I've got... Uh, one client that just wants to literally take two weeks off over Christmas and do what they want. Um, now they're in the same camp as Jeanette really in that I know they're not going to go absolutely spastic crazy in terms of just eating everything in sight and force feeding, which I think is quite a key term, uh, force feeding. Um, but they will obviously overindulge and I think at least it's done mindfully so they know or they can, they'll accept what the outcome is. And I think that's really important. Um, so kind of like goal and context dependent makes quite a, a big thing um in terms of well, it's quite a big driver of kind of what their what your advice or what their actions should be um because i think like for me the ideal idealistic terms is that everyone enjoy, everyone puts enjoyment first for christmas um certainly when you boil it down to it being just the days it should be in in kind of so, yeah, I mean, I just joked about Advent, but basically the days it should be. So kind of like the odd Christmas party, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. And then if you boil it down to those days and you essentially just ate mindfully, it's probably the best term. So ate mindfully, i.e., and I think that's why I go back to this key term of not force feeding. Um, so eating mindfully, eating what you want within reason. Um and just do it for those days. I think most people, yes, they'll probably feel like they've made a step back. Certainly, if their goal is is currently weight loss, because obviously there will inevitably, with the increase of food, there's all these scale fluctuate, uh, scale weight fluctuations, and and obviously a lot of people will, or even hold on water weight as well, like visually. So they, but the way people might be measuring their progress is probably going to take a step back. In reality, they probably will be nowhere near an actual step back as what it might seem. So you know, the scale weight example, you might see quite a high scale uh, weight increase but it's unlikely to be body fat it's probably mostly going to be water and other stuff and even visually quite often it looks like you put on lots of body fat but again quite often it's just subcutaneous water just holding on the surface and stuff which people often get when they then have overfeeding periods and extra sodium and all the other type of stuff so i think like the point i'm making is it might seem worse at the time but actually if you just chill out get back to usual eating patterns quite quickly um you tend to find actually you don't do a lot of damage in those short periods like almost no damage. Um, the other thing I just want to point out as well is like the whole thing around it being however many days you want to call it, one, two, three days for the year. It's quite important that people don't treat that period in between when they've got all the shit from Christmas that they've been given as gifts sitting around. They just sit and pig out and don't barely move for that week because that's three days can suddenly become two weeks, um, as you said, or three weeks over Christmas. And that's where more damage can definitely be done and people can make quite a significant step back in their progress. And there's my long ramble. I think key thing is really, for me, enjoyment first, but don't force feed because that can easily be done, especially if you feel the reins are off and all of a sudden you think, right, well, I'm going to eat it now because I don't know when I'm going to get to eat all this stuff again. Well, yeah. But also, if you're a 20-storm rider, then you probably can eat whatever you want and it probably not do any damage because you're so big. Probably eating so much anyway, you probably wouldn't notice it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you're like nine stone female, 
who's on like 1,400 calories, you, you're starting to eat 5,000 a day for a fortnight. And again, a lot of weight. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's also really important that people still try and be as active as possible. Well, yeah. I think Christmas, essentially, it's a time to be with your family and friends, isn't it? Yeah. just happens to be there that is a different... Well, it's, just, it's, a, it's a good sunny dinner, isn't it? Yeah. And there's chocolate. I, I think, actually... Pick that bit out, mate, and kind of highlight that. It's supposed to be time you spend with your family and friends. Now, yes, that obviously involves social eating, but if you're worried, and I guess like it comes down to like what you said really about your your client or your individual, you know, if we're just talking about us, our specific goals um, and our expectations. Um, but if it is to not do loads of damage or if it is to continue a weight loss journey and that type of stuff... Um, don't like think of what Chris what it should be a time for family not a time for picking out it's like some of the things we've said in other podcast episodes before is you often relate or associate social occasions with eating and yes they are but it shouldn't be the sole thing and I think that can obviously be Chris everyone associates Christmas with eating and drinking too much and like why, why does it have to be like that I mean we did one episode where we said about I mean I can't remember what the episode was about really in terms of the actual topic or content but I remember chatting to Ed about it and saying well actually why don't we why as a as a species do we always have to do things that involve eating when we are doing or eating or drinking when we're doing social things so I kind of we kind of made the example of obviously you go meet your friends or you organize meet your friends you could actually do activity based stuff rather than Oh, should we go out for drinks or should we go out for food? Because inevitably, it's always food or drinks that people organise. But actually, why can't people do something more activity? And I think this is what Christmas should be about. It should be less about the food and drink, and it should be more about just spending really good time with your, your friends and family. Well, yeah. So you could give advice to a client. If you've got social occasions, then go out and enjoy them. Just don't be an idiot in between. You are. Simple advice. That's neither end of the spectrum of the silly or not no well i guess like so just going back to um still trying to be active i think the reason as much as we said we weren't going to give tips and stuff i mean i guess kind of we're dragged into we are giving some tips but i think they're quite well rounded and balanced and they're not hopefully anything that are too specific that could cause anxiety or stress for people but just being like getting out for walks um, train me on a train. I mean, I'll I will likely still train on Christmas Day, um, if I can find the time. Um, and when I say if I can find the time, it'll be like if I get up before anyone else in my household gets up. And obviously, I've got home gym, so I can just go do it easily and maybe spend half hour, forty five minutes training. But otherwise, if I if I can do that, brilliant. If I can't, then I'm not going to stress about it. I'll just you know we'll we'll probably as a family go for a walk or something in the afternoon anyway, because we tend to just to you know, get some exercise and help digestion a bit maybe because inevitably i'm going to be eating quite a lot as well so i don't I, you said about oh like um i can't remember what comment you used earlier on in the podcast but you said something about training on christmas day and i was going to pick it up and say well actually some people enjoy christmas day some people like going meeting friends and training on christmas day when they mm. can and i don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that i really don't i think if that's what you want to do and that you're getting enjoyment out of it then brilliant as long as it's not because you, you know you're gonna eat loads of food where that is arguably quite an unhealthy relationship with food because obviously if you're feeling you have to earn or you're having to purge or you're having to do something which is obviously a negative connotation to uh, to, to have that food then yeah that's probably a place you want to avoid but if it's to actually just you know go spend some time you know put the food to good use because why not that type of thing then then brilliant 
what's the, what's the well what's the traditional thing Christmas Day for the, for the men and women to do? Women cook. This is this is it's not sex. It's just the way it happens, and the way I've seen it for throughout my life is my mother will cook or she'll cook or whatever, and the blokes would done the pub. Like I don't drink, so I'd rather not done the pub. So why can't people in general just go right and go to the gym instead? You know what I mean? Because but society would frown upon that because. You're too crazy, man. You know, you're obsessed. You're going to Christmas Day and you're going to the gym on Christmas Day. That's obsession. Yeah. And I could say, well, you've got to drink every Saturday. Why do you need to go for an extra day on Christmas Day? Yeah. Wrap up. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, whatever you enjoy. A lot of people, well, a lot of people do enjoy drinking, but a lot of people drink to feel drunk. They don't enjoy it. Mm. So to me, that's, that's ridiculous to me. If you don't like drinking, don't drink. But they're too scared to say no. Because what people will think, but they'll soon criticize someone for going to the gym because they enjoy going to the gym. Like you said, don't go to the gym if it's just to burn some extra calories so you can eat more. It's just stupid. But if you enjoy going to the gym and you have the means to train on Christmas Day, then there's nothing wrong with training on Christmas Day. People say that if people says it is, just give them a slap. Yeah, no, no. I, what what I I do think with a lot of things in the fitness industry is it can be very much a fine line between air quotes good and bad. So, yeah. like, you know, we've said before, and if people have overeaten, in reality, it's a good thing to try and compensate by either eating a bit less or moving a bit more, you know, following that type of stuff. Um, logically, that's a good thing. It becomes a negative thing very quickly, though, when you feel you have to, when it causes you stress, when it causes you anxiety, when you get food guilt if you don't, that type of behavior. That's when all of a sudden something that pra- is a practical, logical potentially beneficial thing for your goal becomes something completely and utterly detrimental and is going to cause you further problems in the long run because it's going to damage your relationship with food and that can be quite self-perpetuating can't it in that you can only ever have a sunday lunch on a sunday if you're doing exercise that day that type of behavior and if you don't then you just feel guilt that i've seen that in clients um arguably i was a bit that way myself and it's taken me many 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 years probably like i six or seven years probably to get to a place now where I was going to say I never feel guilt that's probably not fair I rarely feel guilt now with overeating or if I've not stuck to my plan very rare does that happen now well, that's a good thing isn't it yeah but, I, but, I, but it has taken me six or seven years it's not something that is that was easy and it's something that takes me so much hard work in terms of thinking about why do I feel guilty? Like, what what in reality is actually going to happen? Like, why? Like, you know, it's kind of you have to work on that food relationships. And I suppose I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna contradict myself a little bit, or contradict even maybe the theme of this podcast in terms of us having this moderated in the middle view on stuff. I suppose, and that I probably needed someone to say I have permission to eat uh, yeah. to allow me to think. I don't need to. Does that make sense? Because when I didn't have permission, when I thought that I shouldn't, that caused me to, to binge. It caused me to overeat and stuff. It's almost like when I had the permission to, I realised that I didn't really need to do it. Which yeah. is quite 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 a, a paradox or an alien concept, I suppose. But I think um, that's probably what I needed to know. So I guess, obviously, these posts, what we've, I kind of just joked about at the start really but saying oh it's not christmas you don't need to survive it's not fuck sorry it's not christmas it's not fucking war you don't need to survive christmas um yeah they are there is definitely a lot of truth there that you should have permission to eat what you want but i do think it comes with some conditions um 
awesome advice or it comes with someone having the right relationship or, or food mentality in the first place. We said before we started recording, didn't we, where I said, I don't think that advice in saying it's Christmas, um, eat what the fuck you like, is a particularly good piece of advice for someone that's very new on their journey that has potentially quite a poor relationship with food because I do think people will go out, they will overindulge and inevitably the, the point you made is people will then feel guilty and that is not going to help their situation for the, you know, for the foreseeable future. Well, no, you're right. I mean, that advice to see to where you want to someone who's clinically obese, they'll go and do it and they will gain loads of weight and they will feel guilty and then they're probably going to blame you for one and they're going to be back to where they started. They're going to feel bad about themselves and you've caused that. So that advice is ludicrous for a lot of people. But obviously, to people like athletes who train flat out and diet flat out for probably 364 days of the year, saying that to them, probably, because they're not going to go too crazy, I wouldn't thought. But like, someone who's clinically obese, saying that to them, stupid. Yeah. On every level. Because they will do it. And it's unhealthy. It becomes a unhealthy relation to food. And they can feel bad. Back to square one. So it's just, just eat like an adult. Be like a grown-up. Don't like a child. You're not a child who needs to eat 10 tons of chocolate. Just eat a bit more than normal in a social environment with your friends and family. Don't force-feed yourself and don't be an idiot. Mm. It's not hard, is it? We don't live in a, in a world now where it's like, it's just stupidity on every level. Because some people will generally eat all over Christmas and wonder why they put on weight. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not complex, but it is hard. I think, like we, oh, it's not, yeah, especially losing weight and you you've died for a long time. You don't understand food. It is hard not to eat chocolate yeah. and crisps, blah blah blah. But at least then you know it's hard. But try not to. Yeah, I think the the problem that with general information or the problem with these kind of stances people are putting out, um, they're just not individualized enough. It's just not enough context for individuals to be able to put in because there isn't a one a right or wrong or one size fits all answer in my opinion. Like the the answer to tell everyone to eat what they want is not right, and the answer to to tell everyone to hack their way through Christmas to survive is also not right. Very much, there's probably somewhere in between for most, but there is this individualized approach I think that people need to take, which suits their things we said, their goal, their expectations, their current relationship with foods and all these other annoyances that you have to consider. Um, and obviously we could go over some of the, the actual hacks if you want to say like, well, like, do you think these, uh, and I'm not scaling them on one to 10, but basically do you think they're good or bad to for people to consider? And given you know some of the context we've already said around it is individualized and you know people are going to have different, different approaches depending upon all the things we've said. But like some people could put things into say, like let's take it some of what the Fit Pro say, fasting. Fast before you have your Christmas dinner, say. So that way you're kind of minimizing fat gain because inevitably you shouldn't end up eating less calories. Now, do you think kind of that specific advice is a good or a bad thing? To general population? Well, not. I'm not talking general. Yeah, well, no. Well, to obviously we can't really say individually. So yes, I am talking to general population, but I'm talking more specifically at Christmas. So say for like Christmas Day. Um, is, would you recommend someone fast? for parts of the time to, to account for additional calories? 
Probably not. Not for me personally, the players I've got at the minute. Probably not. Explain. But, Explain, Johnny. Because it's still that. Because <clears throat> a lot of people, I mean, not a general pop, will just make up what they haven't eaten in the morning and they'll just eat it later. So, effectively, engine because they feel they've earned the calories because yeah. they haven't eaten them earlier on. That's, you know, in general. But, <clears throat> like, again, to the athlete, to the elite or professional athlete then it's, to me it gets them to enjoy Christmas the Christmas dinner but stay on track mm-hmm. I mean some people may have find that stupid but those people who think that's stupid will never be a champion or anything so if you're willing if football players rugby players bodybuilders pub, whatever if you've got whose aims to be a champion or something then you do whatever it takes to get to there and if that means fasting in the morning to have a Christmas dinner then there we are but for most people I wouldn't 99% of the time I did. I think there's definitely a risk of people binging um, it's something that I've used with a lot of clients fasting and I think it's a really good thing but I think there has to be again a lot of information and guidance support when people are doing it because one thing I've noticed is that people tend to lose control more when they have fasted, which clearly makes sense. You know, you go to a function, a buffet, a massive meal, or whatever the scenario is, having not eaten, most people then are ravenous. And when the, you know, the proverbial shackles then come off, they do find it hard to, or difficult to stop. Um, that being said, that's not everyone. I think it's just one of the things you need to know yourself. You need to know whether you are the individual that can portion out your turkey like let's take the christmas dinner example so you fight you can fast all morning you get to your christmas dinner and if you're the individual that can portion out your turkey have some smaller helpings of the things that you know are quite calorie dense but you want to enjoy and then fill up your plate with you know your, your vegetables and stuff brilliant fast yeah you just you've got to know yourself whether you can do that a lot of people can't and obviously i think sometimes actually eating beforehand smaller lighter meals is probably a more sensible way to go for a lot of people because it might then avoid these kind of bin. It doesn't mean you can't still enjoy your meat, your lunch as you normally would, but it just might mean you're eating over a cal- less calories overall. Um, and it is something that I've used even year round with clients. Like even if it's just having a whey shake, like I've got people to eat as they've got to like functions or parties or you know I know people have gone to birthday parties and I've said look have a meal literally either in the car before you get there or you know as you walk in the door bring your own food just have some some protein and some vegetables or something that is going to be very light on the calorie front, but might fill you up a bit and it might stop you overeating you know the rest of the time and there is some good evidence that supports that even if it's just a whey shake there's some good evidence that showed that people preloading with a whey shake did eat less at an ad libitum buffet um so i think that can help and i th- like i say the fasting thing again you know it's going to come down to individualization but i think on the whole i'm with you i don't think i would recommend it especially on something where you know we've said about enjoyment being the number one priority as it's christmas but I mean, what about other things like, you know, what I'm trying to think what other tips people say, but like, oh, fill up on protein. Again, it depends. And I mean, proteins, if you don't for one day, if you if overeat one day, it's really going to matter. So I'm thinking I'd probably just go right. Depends. If someone's been with me six months, I'd say, look, you know, what we limit calories if you want to. 
use the techniques if you want to. If you don't, then that's up to you. So to me, I probably yeah. wouldn't, unless he specifically asked me, and I went back to earlier, what are your goals? What do you want to happen over Christmas? What do you want not to happen? If they say, look, I don't want to gain any weight, it's like, well, then I would say things like that. If they said, well, if I put on six pounds, I don't really care, then I probably wouldn't give them anything for Christmas Day in particular. Mm. So again, it depends on the client, doesn't it? I mean, to tell them or fill up on protein beforehand, it means they're probably relatively a new client. So if someone's with you six, seven, eight, nine, ten a year, then they probably know that already. So you can, as you said, board, you just go, look, do we want? Because you know when someone's been in it for a long time, doing what you want is a lot less than someone doing what they want to doesn't know also at the start of their journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I, I mean, I agree. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I have nothing more to add on that, I suppose. I think it's like, it's this this whole conversation we've just had, and obviously, you know, we've had half an hour of, don't dare I say ranting, but we've had half an hour of kind of debating these things or, or talking about this stuff. And I think, like, it does show you or epitomises, like, the the industry of why, why does everything have to be so black, um, uh, well, not black and white. It's not the right word. Why does everything have to be so extreme? Is probably the word I'm looking for. Like, why does it have to be like, no, go out and smash Christmas, or no, don't eat anything but, as we say, dust and water. What, like, this moderate approach in the middle, often for me, tends to be the best approach on most things. Um, so, like, why can't we just promote that as an industry? Why can't we say, like, go out and enjoy your fucking Christmas? But if someone, if someone dishes out advice, like a fit pro or whatever, or do this over Christmas, you want to reduce calories. Why is someone going to criticise them and take a mick? Because they've probably done it themselves. It's like, some people will help that. Some people will go, yeah, that's helped me a lot. Some people won't care. And people who don't care, they just won't follow it. So who cares? No. It's true. always a thing, isn't it? There's always that divide yeah. in the fitness industry. Well, so people do mick. It's like, oh, just shut up, for God's sake. Yeah, well, I suppose, like, that's just the next level in that. Like, us, like, telling clients to kind of consider whatever they want to do for their Christmas and these, and, you know, going over all the conversation we just had is exactly the same as uh, actual fit pros deciding what content to put out. You know, if you want to put out content about trying to help people with tips or hacks to get through Christmas, then do it. If you want to be one of these people that say you shouldn't ever, ever worry about surviving Christmas and actually you should be enjoying every moment and have complete permission to eat. And I suppose actually that's your choice as well. Um, because they're probably again, like you know, we're not saying like rightly or wrongly. I suppose the only thing you shouldn't do is really take the piss out of either end of the spectrum, because obviously it's just a bit rude, really. But I don't know. It's always the same. The fitness industry in the zoo has always a, there's always two. Obviously, there's always two opinions or everything in there, but it's always like a piss takey thing, and it's always the. I don't know. It's always almost like some of the most the more respected people who who do it. It's like an about now. You tell me you've never said something like that to any of the clients ever. Come on. Come off it. It's yeah. like, just leave them alone. If they want to do it and they're helping people, and people go, oh, actually, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. Usually, I binge for Christmas, now I'll do this, and I won't, I'll be happy. I can enjoy myself, but I won't put on a shitload of weight. Yeah. I, 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 think that's, I think that's true. I think, like, it's... it's well, I tell you the world respected. I don't know if I want to use that term necessarily because I don't know how right or wrong that is, but I think more, like, there are definitely individuals that want to be different than the norm so they won't go along with the 
you know, the the tips for Christmas posts, they'll go along the anti-tips for Christmas posts. I mean, I've made jokes before around um, when things happen in the industry, you know, there's always something, you know, every week almost that something blows up in the media and all the fit pros jump on the same content. You'll see, you know, like the body coach saying, you know, admit calories and all of a sudden everyone jumps on and posts about the body coach admitting calories. Like, oh my God, admit calories. And then you'll get someone else like try to go anti Joe Wicks meeting calories, so they'll like stick on his side or something just because they want to be, you know, against the the tide or against the the trend almost. So I guess it's inevitable that you're going to get people that don't want to follow tides and they'll just go the other way. That to the extreme, generally quite often as well. It's not like you know that moderate approach to middle is usually the complete opposite. Well, yeah, on on my Joe Wicks, you you see certain fit pro groups. I'm like, stop sucking ass. Honest to God. Because someone who's well known has said, well, Joe Wicks is a lovely guy. He's making 20 million. And you were like, everyone else has changed their opinion and gone with our opinion because someone someone in particular said it. Yeah. It's like, you can grow up heavily when you stick to your guns, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And that's the same with everything that happens in the industry, isn't it? Yeah. When someone either well known or well respected says, they'll turn the tide. Oh, like, let's go and follow this guy now. No, oh, let's. Forget the from in Christmas tips. Let's go anti Christmas tips as I like fucking shut up. Just do what you want. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've all we. I mean, we've all done it. I've I've just followed the fucking trend of just putting out content for the sake of content, almost just copying, not necessarily copying what other people, but you know, just being unoriginal and having the same ideas. Um, and obviously, that it, for me, that's like, well, it's not necessarily right or wrong. It's just a bit unoriginal, I suppose, but. For me, it doesn't also mean you have to be completely anti what everyone else is doing to be original. Um, sometimes there's a there's kind of a good bit in the middle. Where I'm sure you can just find your own spin on stuff. But it doesn't have to necessarily be this whole anti anti whatever's popular. I just like like listening to Lane McDonald because he says whatever it is, he's a bit of a dick. He knows he's a bit of a dick, but you know we're getting the correct information, and that's what I follow. Like, there's nothing new in the industry at all ever. It's just a, a different way of spinning a different topic. No, like, totally. Thing. It's like there's nothing new. And most people don't. Most of our followers don't give, don't really care about content. They no. care about do you care for them. Can you get them results? They don't care. If you, probably most of them don't even care if you are intelligent. No, true. Yeah. True. I mean, you, the, obviously, I've said that a billion times, haven't I? But there's no, no new, no new content in the fitness industry. And I even shared that. Um, Santa Claus meme from Nadolski where he said something about before you all take that I can't remember what it was now what, how he started it but it's something like before you all um, I should find it really shouldn't I got it somewhere I'm sure I have it was funny I like that one it's funny was. yeah his was funny to be fair and, and Spencer is quite original and he does come up with quite a lot of original content stuff um, which is quite funny he just thought I was trolling him <laughs> when I was <laughs> but his his post, I think I put it on Facebook actually, didn't I? But his his post was basically a meme or a, or a thing of Santa Claus holding up a uh, a picture, wasn't it? Um, sorry, I'm just stalling because I'm just trying to find it. I got it here somewhere. Where's it gone? Where's it? There you go. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a drawing of Santa Claus, and that says before teasing those who believe in Santa Claus. Remember, you'll still believe, and I can't remember what the believe it was, but like you'll still believe things like wraps and aloe vera, or fucking I don't know, meal replacement shakes, um, lead to weight loss. I don't know, I can't remember what it was, something like that. And I adopted it, didn't I? Saying before teasing those who believe in Santa Claus, remember some of you'll still believe that original content exists in the fitness industry. So I just like, and it wasn't a slight on on Spencer, because actually his was quite funny, and it was a bit different than a lot of people. But it's just the fact that 
a fucking billion people all just copied his like his picture and just forwarded it and I just got sick of seeing that same picture of Santa Claus that same thing and um you know it's just kind of, that kind of shows exactly what I'm talking about really that everyone just comes out with the same content there's just nothing new no there's nothing new there's nothing new I mean at the at the upper echelons I would say echelons whatever you call it of science and in, in, in nutrition there's probably new things every day but nothing anybody cares about especially general population or even athletes care about you know what I mean there is probably new stuff like that but if you start a content on every day uh, people will be bored because yeah. it's heavy science it's like the thing the thing is there like there's probably loads of new I mean there's obviously loads of new research going on all the time and lots of things that we can look at and work on but the biggest fundamental um, differentiator in terms of affecting someone's health well-being or whatever else or physical well-being, it just it just comes down to energy balance, and that energy balance is then controlled by environment, um, re- food relationship, behaviours, habits, um, all those type of stuff, which is such then hard to come up with something new about all of that. Just like you know, all the things you said, don't eat like a fucking dickhead, eat like an adult. Yes, we know it's a lot fucking more more difficult than that. It's not more complex than that, but it is more difficult because we know for all the things you just said, the reasons why people eat um, poorly, why they overeat, why they eat too much junk food, that type of stuff is very, very complex. Uh, and obviously, if, if it wasn't that complex, we wouldn't have a, an obesity epidemic and neither of us would have jobs. But, you know, it, it does simply come down to this, this very unoriginal content of don't overeat, you know, eat a high-protein diet, be active, don't eat on calories, I mean, even the high protein diet bit's a bit debatable to a certain extent. Certainly, certainly, if you're not an athlete or you're not, you don't have any body composition goals necessarily. But yeah, all those things it's just like so simple. Yet we just can't manage it. Well, no, we can't. Can we? As as a general population, we're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I do not. I blame. Sorry, mate. I just uh, I blame the food companies. Keep coming up with all these tasty treats over Christmas. Mm, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a there was a bag of hit. It's a KP. It was some like cashew nuts. Oh, don't! If they're coated in honey and roasted, oh my days! Yeah, them as well, but they, they were mixed in like mini digestive biscuits as well. I, I am I've, I've seen him one Christmas. I didn't see him again. Oh my god! They were amazing. I had the old bag. Yeah, a bit. Oh, I got some caramelized peanuts from a stall in Bruges on the Christmas market, and oh my days, they were nice. like literally crack cocaine. That's just those like anything sweet, savory, different textures, fatty, um, all of those mixture stuff together. Like especially nuts as well, because obviously nuts are one of those weird foods. They're one of the few foods that are actually quite balanced in all macros, fats, carbs, yeah. and protein. And that and obviously mix it with being roasted, salted, low co- covered in sugar. Oh my fucking god! It's like Amazing, crack, like crack cocaine to me, honestly. Yeah. Have your bag. If you're gonna buy it, you're gonna have your bag. This is my problem. Like, if if I go around like my parents' house and they've cracked some open, that's it. They're gone. I'm eating them all. I'm not. Like, I either, if I have one, I'm. Oh, that's it. I, I can't. I can't stop eating them. Like, I am quite robotic, as we all know, and I keep saying enough times. But there are a few things that my kryptonite that is one of them. I have none, or have them all. Yeah. Right. Have we got anything more to say on this Christmas malarkey? No. I think so. Yeah. So, okay, I'll do a quick roundup just because I feel like I, we've waffled a lot and I just want to round up what my thoughts are. My thoughts are very much this. 
put your enjoyment first. Enjoy your fucking Christmas, but just do it a bit mindfully. Don't force feed. Don't binge eat. Don't think to yourself, oh, I'm never going to have this food again, so therefore I'm going to eat all of it. Because it's just food. It's not really much more um, exciting or important than that. It's just food. And you can have that food at any point. I don't think there's many foods you can't get year-round. I mean, you can even buy mince pies year-round, for Christ's sake. You can buy sprouts year-round. So no, I don't feel like you're going to miss out, although I would employ you to eat as many sprouts as you can. I think it's good for you. Um, not good for your wind, obviously. Um, I don't even know if that's true. That could be a myth. But, yeah, I think that basically they're, they're my thoughts. Put Christmas first. Enjoy it. But remember, it is also, you know, kind of one or two days a year. Don't use the excuse to make it a month-long binge. Um, be active. Be joyful. And enjoy your Christmas songs. I think that's a good summary. Yeah, I can't, like, I think it's, you know, uh, me, I always got to have a little tiny bit extra. I think, obviously, goal dependent. If you really don't want to put on any weight or, you know, like I say, Johnny, if you are an athlete and you've got, obviously, bigger priorities, then fine. There will be different things you have to do. But I think for most people, it's just, I mean, I'll be telling my clients, um, so if any of you lot are listening, you lucky devils, um, don't track food, just enjoy yourself, um, but just do it mindfully. That's what I'll be saying. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a good, good summary. Yeah. And if you really want, enjoy a second helping of dessert. Oof. Oof. How, dare, how, how dare a fit pro tell that? <laughs> Look out. Yeah. But I'm not going to say you've got permission to eat everything. Because we're in this fine, this, this middle camp. We're not at either ends, are we? Double to extreme. No need. All right. Well, this is a 40-odd minute episode. This could be our shortest episode ever, mate. That's, that's, a de- that's a decent one, that is. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's break before Christmas. You know, people probably aren't going to want to... They go Many, well, say people aren't going to want to hear us. They might want to hear us, but there's loads of things they can be doing over Christmas. Like opening yeah. their Christmas presents without worrying about us. So. And eating food. And eating food. Right. Um, have we got anything you want to say? Can I just say, if, actually, because obviously we're nearing the end of the year, um, I would love if people would take the time out to give us an early Christmas present by maybe... Just give us the odd review if you haven't reviewed us already on iTunes. Share us in your network. So whether you put a post out on Facebook or just tell your friends or whatever, that would be lovely if you can help support us by sharing our content, especially if it helped you. If it helped you in any way, if the content's helped you in any way, then please do us the honour of sharing because otherwise no one new gets to hear it. And that would That's be a travesty. Yeah. More people than merrier. Yes. More than merrier Christmas. Mm, yeah. Um, but other than that, Oh, actually, no, one other thing. If anyone wants to buy any cheap cheese, Eat Lean cheese, um, you have until the 19th. This isn't sponsored by Eat Lean, by the way. I know we had George on, and obviously I bang about it all the time, but still. Um, if you do want to get any cheese, you have until the 19th to order your cheese hamper for Christmas. Um, so this might not have gone out by then, or I might even put it out on the 19th. So um, NNN10 for 10% off. I think it's NNN10. Or if not, you can use my own one because it'll all go in the same pot. Brett 10. Um, so you could, as in, you still get the same discount. So I can't remember what I think our team one is. Nine, 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 10. Actually, I'm going to bang on about the truckle. If you haven't seen it, go to my Instagram. There's a, they, they've got a cheese truckle, you know, a cheese covered in wax, specifically Christmas. And it's gold shimmered and everything. It looks very cool. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's the tasty inside, which is incredibly tasty. It lives up to its name. It does sound good, actually. Yeah. No, it's very nice. Very, very nice. So it's better than your regular cheese. Can't, and that's a statement. That's Big a step. huge statement. So anyway, on that note, enough with the rambling. I'm going to say bonjour. Toodaloo. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. 
That's the song, isn't it? I think so. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.